happy Valentine's Day. It's Tuesday. Also, happy Bonobo Day. This is what I'm actually more interested in. <laughs> My favorite great ape is also celebrated today. Uh, but we have a lot of people that are stressed out because it's Valentine's Day and maybe they forgot or they didn't get a gift or they're worried they won't get a gift. And I'm here to tell you, don't sweat it. Made up holiday. Not that deep. How do you feel about this, DJ Nails? I feel the same way as you, honestly. I call today Singles Awareness Day, but let's be honest, somewhere there is a guy stressing about, damn, I didn't get the gift yet. Like, they're stressing right now. It's all right, bro. It's all right. I mean, I just think, you know, they say that there's going to be like millions and bajillions of dollars that Americans are going to spend on this holiday. And I hope that whatever money you're spending, you actually support that in action, right? Because that's the thing. <laughs> in action. It should be Valentine's Day every day in terms of how you show your love. But on Valentine's Day, I can see you just taking an extra little step. So that's what's going on today. But we have also got some Blackbird news like we always do, giving you some facts and some laughs. What do we got going on right now? Well, we got confirmation on what we've been thinking about. Seeing on our timeline, a Memphis police officer who took photos of Tyree Nichols and he shared it with others. And documents are confirming this, too. These guys end up being worse and worse and worse. And I feel like we're only getting the tip of the iceberg. What else is going on? All right, it's confirmed. Social media went crazy about it on Sunday night. Rihanna confirmed she is pregnant with her second child. Listen, ASAP said, let's get to this ASAP. It was too easy. <laughs> I had to do it. I mean, why would I not say that, y'all? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just right there. It was needed to be said, but we will talk more about this as well. Uh, we also got a TikToker who says you should never go into business with a guy who cheats on his wife, which I think is a very fascinating connection to make about someone's character in personal and professional. So we're going to get into that. We're also going to feature a Black inventor in our Black History Month feature. They did that. So stick around to get that little tidbit of information. Stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seal Said It. And give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Yes, y'all. Welcome back. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. Joined by... Today is Valentine's Day, so I'm Big Daddy Nails. <laughs> I will not be referring to you as that. So, I don't want to answer. Not happening. We'll call me Cupid Nails today. <laughs> I'll, okay, I could do Cupid nails. I'll do Cupid okay. nails, but Big okay, Daddy nails, not a chance. Not, <laughs> no, <laughs> not a chance. All right, uh, this story just continues to get worse and worse and worse. Please, as we jump into some black hair news, let's head on over to Memphis. Yeah, over in Memphis, we got confirmation on what we all saw. And internal police documents are showing that uh, Demetrius Haley, he's one of the five officers that were fired and arrested in the death of Tyree Nichols. He admitted that he took two pictures of Tyree Nichols handcuffed and beaten. And he texted him to two other officers, a female acquaintance and a civilian employee. And uh, the documents also accused them of pulling over Tyree Nichols and not telling them the reason why they pulled him over. Excessive force, turning off their body cameras, laughing and bragging about it and misleading the investigators as well. So all this document is really like telling them snitching. These is terrible. OK. And they only got to be this way because they are a part of a force where this is clearly 
Okay. Like this is definitely not the first time that this has happened. This is not the first time that they have beat somebody. I can promise you this is not the first time they have pulled somebody over for no reason and harassed them. This is not the first time that they have taken pictures and sent it. I can promise you. And I read that the white guy who was involved, he had two extra pairs of handcuffs on him when they arrested Tyree that aren't Mm. even issued by the actual department. They were his own personal handcuffs that he had on him. What you need three pairs of handcuffs for what you got planned. So this is really just a crazy, terrible story that continues to unravel that of course we do hope will create compensation for the family. But remember, it's the people who are going to be compensating the family. This is why we continue to say qualified immunity needs to be removed. Police officers should be able to be held accountable for this type of behavior on a regular basis. And it should not be the taxpayer's who are going to be holding the bag at the end of the day and responsible for their mess ups, for their terrible actions and for their behavior. And I promise you, if that was put in place, maybe we would see a much different way of policing, much different way. So we'll see. Uh, one thing we did see during the Super Bowl was Rihanna popped out. Yeah. But like <laughs> in what particular way? Oh, she popped that, popped that. <laughs> she showed up and showed out. But a lot of people were just, you know, saying her performance was mid but I think they were expecting more because obviously Rihanna is prego, but people might have missed that she might have announced that she had a baby or a special guest joining her on stage in this interview with Nate Burleson. Check this out. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying you have to tell us right now. Right, because it wouldn't be a surprise. True. Uh, can you just answer this? Will there be a surprise? I'm thinking about bringing someone. A word? I'm not sure. Okay. You can but tell me we'll off camera see. when we cut the cameras off? <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, unless she was doing the interview in a paper sack, I'm sure he was able to see with his two eyes because I <laughs> I was wondering, like, once she did the reveal, people were still like, it's not confirmed. And I'm like, so y'all ain't seen pregnant people before? Because <laughs> she's not even kind of pregnant. I'm thinking third trimester, okay? She's definitely like, there's a crib that's already assembled and names being chosen. She's already in the game. At the party now, I was I've at. I've heard, go ahead, go ahead. At the party I was at, I yelled out to everybody, take a shot if somebody next to you just asked if Rihanna's pregnant. Everybody was like, where the bottle at? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, her and ASAP, they're starting a whole thing. Family. I saw somebody say that ASAP has officially locked in his position as house husband. So, you know, it's it's going down. And she hadn't been on stage in seven years, I read. So this is not just like, oh, she was just doing a performance. Like seven years is a long time. Now, she has once in the past in an interview said that she would not do the halftime show at the Super Bowl because they are racist and they were against Colin Kaepernick and that she felt like she would be selling out her people. So I'm not sure like what shifted between then and now, but she did the show and people are very excited about it. We're going to talk about it even later in the show here because I want to talk more about her actual art direction and her style choices in the show because they had a greater meaning according to some and actually proven by some. So we'll get into that. But uh, congrats to the happy couple. And uh, that's going to be a whole interesting family that we get to watch grow up. <laughs> that's a lot of energy right there. Now coming up next, you got a TikToker who names the one person you should never go into business with. And TJ Holmes should listen. We'll break this story down coming up next on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to The Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here with DJ Nails. What's going on? Nails. Yep. Now, when you look at a friend, right? Like, do you, are, do you have friends who are cheaters? Um, <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> I Why mean, you act like you don't know? I wouldn't want to throw one of my dogs under the bus. <laughs> I mean, you don't got to say their name. Like, yeah, my boy, my boy Jeff here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I will I say, mean, I, do know, I do know some people who have uh, stepped outside of their relationship. I'll just say that. Now, has that in any way affected your willingness to be friends with them? Like, did it make you look at them any different? In a sense, yeah, because that means principle. You know, that means they're not a man of principle. And to me, mm-hmm. just how this woman said on this TikTok video, you know, you didn't want you wouldn't want to go into business with somebody who's a cheater. Right. Right. I mean, that's what I was getting at. You can play the audio. So, you know what my husband says? He's like, I would never go into business with a guy that cheats on his wife. Absolutely. 100%. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. He said if he cheats on his wife, he will cheat me out of any deal and any yeah. that perforates throughout 100%. his life. 100%. I don't know if I believe that, though. Really? Yeah, because I think that a lot of men really separate business from the commitments they make in their relationship life. Like they don't, a lot of men don't hold their relationship to the same value that they hold their business. A lot of men don't even see the commitment they make to their partner as a reflection of their honor. They don't. Like, you know, when cats be like, word is bond, except for that. (laughs) Oh, damn. (laughs) So you're kind of like, it's it's weird that you're kind of, what you just said kind of intertwined what what one of our previous conversations was a rich man doesn't have time for a relationship type of deal. It's kind of intertwined there a little bit, right? I mean, I think ultimately it's just there's a different mind state that happens with somebody who is making decisions in business and relationship. And I don't think everybody puts those two things in the same category. Like they hold one over here and one over there. So I don't know if I agree with this. I was actually surprised to hear that there was a man in the audio agreeing with it. And I would love to hear from you all uh, your thoughts, because I know that Nails is surprised that I'm not like, yeah, exactly. I am. I am. I, am. I really am. <laughs> not because I mean, it's, it's the same way that we'll say that, like, yo, there's brothers who are more loyal to their barber than they lady. Like, <laughs> you know. Folks compartmentalize things in different ways. So I'd love to hear from you guys. one amanda 8 That's one 262 6328 What we got coming up next, Nails? All right, coming up next, we got They Did That. That's our Black History segment where we spotlight a Black inventor for Black History Month. That's coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What you know about Black History? It's the Amanda Seal Show, and they did that. This is a part of history, man. This is the Amanda Seal Show, and we've been celebrating Black History Month all month long, even though we celebrate Black History all year long. Now, one of the ways that we've been doing that is with this little segment called They Did That. Now, you know what? Nails, take it away. Take it away. We're going to highlight Frederick Jones, who invented the first successful system for mobile refrigeration. I'm talking about refrigeration. That comes I'm from the hood, right? We call it refrigerator, right? In the hood. <laughs> now, his invention eliminated the far less effective use of ice and salt to preserve foods for transport, greatly extending the distance over which food could be successfully delivered. Now, in the summer of 1938, local merchant Joseph Numero made an offhanded promise to a trucking company to build a refrigerated truck that would not fail when subject to the normal bumps and vibrations occurred during shipping. And Jones, working for Numero, designed a durable small unit with a compressor mounted under the trailer that powered a four-cylinder engine. Used in trucks and railroad cars and ships and planes, and Jones' technology revolutionized the distribution of food and other perishables. Now, this right here is where I'm like, thank you so much for this, because, because of this creation right here. Modern day, today. I initially started saying thank you for the uh, the cooler, honestly, <laughs> but it's really deeper than that. 
Yeah. No, it's very much deeper than that. I mean, he was able to sell this patent and he was born in Cincinnati, Ohio. So shout out to all of our Ohio folks. And despite having minimal schooling, he became the first African-American to be awarded the National Medal of Technology. So shout out to our man, Frederick M. Jones. They did that. And he invented the refrigeration unit. Now, I want to go back on what you asked before. Like, what was the black ass reason that he created this? (laughs) He created the mobile refrigeration unit because he was like, listen, I ain't going to make all these ribs and then not be able to share them, you know, with my people down south. So I got to figure out a way (laughs) to get them from Ohio down south. We got to make a fridge for these ribs. That's my black ass reason. <laughs> I immediately was thinking, that like, yo, thank you so much for this cooler right here, so I could go tailgating. But it's it's more advanced than just the cooler. So, <laughs> absolutely, it's technology, technology. It's also like not lost on me that this man didn't go to MIT. He wasn't at some high school, you know, college level of schooling. He just figured it out, and that is always so often the way that Black folks end up inventing things. We be forced to figure it out, and when we do, we it's always going to be next level. So, remember, they did that. Is our Black History Month segment. We'll be back next Tuesday with another little-known Black inventor. Coming up next, we got callers right here on the Amanda Seals Show. Thank you, Mr. Jones. Black, Black. Now, you're in the know. People got to respect the legacy. Tell a friend to tell a friend they did that. I'm Black, 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 Black. History. Tuesday on the Amanda Seals Show. Hey, call us up and let us know. It's Black History Month. Let us know why you're proud to be Black, man. We've been playing you all month long at 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. Again, let us know why you black and proud, all right? So we can play you mm-hmm. right here on the Amanda Seal Show. Now, our phone lines are always open, and Naomi is actually on the line right now because she wants to comment on the IG story from the brother who said, stop assuming that every single mother is a good mother. What's going on, Naomi? Hey, Amanda. This is Naomi from Philly. I'm always amazed when men have a lot to say about how a single mother is parenting when they never question where the father is of that child. Why don't they hold the father as responsible for not being able to parent or not parenting or not or choosing not to parent? Instead, a lot of the hateration, holleration is taken out on the mother. Thank you. Bye. She has a valid point because the conversation was, why do people think that Black men with single mothers can't have no respect for women, right? That was the conversation. And he was Mm -hmm. saying, well, because Mm -hmm. if you are watching your single parent, like not respect themselves as a mother, then why would you have any respect for her as a mother? But to her point, well, even if you have a single mother... That doesn't mean that you don't have a father that's like available and he should be teaching you to respect women regardless of if your mother isn't respecting herself. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fair. I believe it's fair. Uh, but who's to say if that father is involved in that kid's life? I mean, there's that. But I'm, she's saying like when you just put it all on the mother, you need to point out that if there was a parent, if there was a father that was involved in the life, then he should also be responsible for helping that child know that you need to respect women. It shouldn't all just be on the mother. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's really a, a constant, a constant trope is that we see that. I mean, even the guy, that idiot who was on Fox News blaming this whole situation with Tyree Nichols on black yeah. women and single mothers. It's like, where are y'all pulling this out from? Right. Put it back. Put it back. Now, coming up next, uh, shout out to all my New Jersey folks. A popular New Jersey restaurant has said, put the car seat back because you know what? <laughs> 
We don't want your kids at the restaurant, so stay home. We're going to talk about this. Plus, we got our big up let down when we come back next hour. This is the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this up. We shine. Seal Show. We are here. We are up. We are up. We are up. Thank y'all for listening. This is your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And I am joined by... I'm Nails. Happy Taco Tuesday and happy Valentine's Day, everybody. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I remember when this day used to really bring me a lot of struggle and strife. And uh, I thought, man, when I get a man, I'm going to always have me a Valentine. And now that I have a man, we're like, what day is it? (laughs) <laughs> you know but we actually we actually are going to see my really good friend amber in the lion king this evening so very excited about that lion king musical is one of my favorites of all time and amber is one of my favorite people of all time so it's gonna be a whole lot of love which makes sense because it's valentine's day so there you go well what do we got going on in the black written news wait 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 back up are you doing anything for valentine's day I'm actually, I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm going to have a friend come by and I'm going to cook some uh, seafood and stuff. And we're going to chill and just drink. You're going to have a friend come by? Okay. Yeah, a little, you know, a little friend. We're going to do a little shindig over here at the crib. You know what I mean? Yeah, nappy she, shower date. Okay. Yeah, no, not nappy shower. Like she likes seafood. She's pescatarian, <laughs> so I'm gonna make some seafood. I like seafood. I'm gonna make some shrimp scampi for. Her. Okay. Well, good luck to you. <laughs> good luck. Thank you. Good luck. <laughs> to you on that venture. What do we got going on with Black Hero News? Our first story, they're calling the earthquake in Syria the disaster of the century. The death toll number is jumped up to over 36,000 people. <sighs> yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, the disaster, where are we in 2023? I mean, so far, I would say this definitely does trump anything I've experienced or seen in my lifetime. We're going to talk about that and, uh, you know, how it's being handled. What else we got going on? A popular New Jersey Italian restaurant says, FTK, if you have kids, you probably know what that means. Forget those kids. They said they're going to ban children under 10 years old. Well, we're going to tell you where this story came from and, you know, why they're why they're doing this. But I want to hear from you all on if you think this is BS or if you think, you know what, I understand. Because people are very particular about these types of things, you know, and I want to know, do you feel like they're ostracizing you or do you feel like they're actually protecting you as a patron? So we're going to get into that. Also, Will Smith. Stepped up and helped raise millions for attorney Benjamin Crump. Shout out to Ben Crump. He's always there at the ground zero for black advocacy when it comes to social injustice. And so very happy to see that this is happening for him. We also got our big up let down. Find out who's going to get the props and who's going to get the blows today. Big up, big up. Let down. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. Listen, laugh and learn to see Amanda Seals show. the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Joined by Nails. What's going on? What are you talking about? All right. So over in Turkey and Syria, man, the death toll has reached over 36,000 people and rescue teams are running out of time. They're searching through the rubble for survivors 
And it's been a little over a week uh, since the 7.8 magnitude earthquake that hit over there. And this quake also collapsed 25,000 structures out of the 170,000 structures that were assessed over there. This is sad that so many people can die in just one instant. And this number is always rising every time we revisit the story right here. Well, you know, it's also just very interesting to hear like certain things that you don't find out until something like this happens. Right. So like there was a quake in 1999 that killed 17,000 people in the northwest part of this country. And they were building codes that were passed to require Mm -hmm. structures to be built to withstand high magnitude earthquakes. However, Turkey regularly offers amnesty, the latest in 2018, to substandard buildings in exchange for a fee. Mm-hmm. Mm. So experts claim that at least 75,000 buildings in the quake zone were given zoning amnesty. And when we say amnesty, meaning like they are basically absolved of having to hold things to that standard as long as they pay a fee. It's basic corruption, right? That's, yep. This is really what it boils down to. Something like this happened in Grenada, not on this level, but there was a, a street in Grenada that was on like the coast, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a, a house being built. And the, the, the foreman, right, the, the land, I, I'm, I can't think of the right word, but the person who comes and surveys the land to say whether you can build there or not said, you can't build here because this land is not solid enough. Mm-hmm. And the person who wanted to build there went and paid the prime minister, Keith Mitchell, went and paid him. And Keith Mitchell gave them amnesty to build on this land. And guess what? The whole road collapsed. The whole road collapsed into the sea. And had to, and if you don't know, Grenada is the size of my shoe. So when you have a whole road collapse, I mean, it's just, it's mayhem. And it meant that now people have to drive through a whole other route that acts like a whole other 25 minutes. And it's really just like the fact that this could have been avoided. These things, these people are not being cared about once again, because of money. Mm -hmm. It's always because of money. And it's so sad and so just disheartening to see how money always ends up being at the bottom line of so much pain. So sending them once again, our love and our, our, our help and, you know, your, your donations to Turkey and Syria, because it really is a huge disaster. And uh, for them to name it the disaster of the century, that's not something to be taken lightly. Right. What else we got going on? Well, there's a, a popular Italian restaurant over in Jersey. It's called Nettie's House of Spaghetti. They just announced that they're banning kids 10 and under from their place and here's why, okay? <laughs> this sounds like a grandma that's just annoyed with her grandkids. They overweight, uh, they overstate their welcome. They say, we love kids, we really do, but lately it's been extremely challenging to accommodate children at Nettie's. Between noise levels and lack of spaces for high chairs, cleaning up crazy messes, and the liability of kids running around the restaurant, we've decided it's time to take control of the situation. <laughs> they had enough of these kids I at this it. restaurant. <laughs> I get it. You know what they said? They was like, we don't care if we lose money. We can't. We can't keep <laughs> losing night, our night's sleep over this. Listen, they said, thank you for understanding. And, you know, some people are supportive. Some people are disappointed. But at the end of the day, I think this right here is a business saying we tried. <laughs> yeah. We tried. But anybody who has been to a restaurant, had them kids running around, running around. Really, what they're saying is, Y'all are not parenting your children, so you can't come. <laughs> That's what they're really saying. Because I think people come to a restaurant and a lot of times they'll bring their kids. I was at a restaurant recently and this family had like at least four kids under six. 
And they was just running around while the parents sat and, you know, chit chatted and drank mimosas at the table. And it's like, babe, this is not brunch daycare. This is brunch. And I feel like that's what Nettie's is saying. They're not here for it. Well, and salute to Nettie's. Go ahead. And salute to Nettie's because, you know, a lot of these restaurants, they know if they can afford to continue to deal with certain things. They literally said it in there. We tired of cleaning up these messes and everything. So your kids are causing us more money than anything. Get your kids. Get your kids. What do y'all think? You think they wildin' or do you think, you know what? This is cool because I know that y'all are going out and I'm wondering for the parents. That's who I want to hear from. From the parents, do you think this is like no dice or are you like, you know what? That means I have somewhere to go on date night. Give me a call. one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. Coming up next, Will Smith helps raise money for law school. Yeah, we'll get into it right here on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We are we up, we up. It's Black History Month, and we still celebrating every single day here at the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Nails, and that's Amanda Seals. We had some history being made right in front of our eyes, and Will Smith had something to do with it, Amanda. Yeah, Will Smith is uh, using his star power to help mi- raise money for St. Thomas University Law School, which has just been renamed after civil rights attorney Ben Crump. So I really think this is great. In order for the school to be renamed, a $10 million campaign was launched to raise funds for scholarships aimed at law students enrolled at St. Thomas University. And uh, the campaign received several large donations, including $1 million from Truist Bank and $1.5 million from an anonymous donor. Not sure who that is. But alongside George Clinton and Bishop T.D. Jakes, there was also a large confidential amount put in. But Mr. Mr. Smith came through. Put that down. And now they're renaming the Benjamin L. Crump College of Law at St. Thomas University, which will be the first law school in the U.S. to be named after a practicing black attorney. And what, what better time to do it during Black History Month? I'm a big fan. It. You got to love it. I love it when you, how you say when we are each other's business, we lift each other up. This right here is example of that. The only other uh, law school in the country that's named after a black person is Thurgood Marshall School of Law at Texas Southern, which is named in honor, of course, of the Supreme Court's first black justice. And that is also Benjamin Crump's personal hero. So this is a big deal. And for those of you who don't know Attorney Ben Crump, like he's just he's become the face of these civil rights cases. You know, he was there with Breonna Taylor. He was uh, I think I saw him there recently with Tyree Nichols. Like he's the one who lands on the ground to say, you know what? You don't got to be alone. You don't got to fight this alone. We are going to fight this alongside of you. So if you want to learn more about uh, Ben Crump, make sure to follow him on Instagram at attorney Ben Crump. And uh, shout out to him for setting the stage for really what we want to see our lawyers do is use the law in a way that is actually going to get black people what they deserve. So often we see that's not the case. Uh, Speaking of which, we have ranchers Nicole and Courtney Mallory. You've seen their story on Internet, maybe uh, where they are in Colorado and being terrorized by their white neighbor. The police are complicit and they are really having to do their best to stay within the law to fight this. They need help. They need support. And their story will be here on the Amanda Seals show this week. So make sure you tune in and also find out how you can be in support of them. Coming up next, we got the big up let down. On the Amanda Seal Show, don't go on the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the big up let down on the Amanda Seal Show. Big up, big up, let down. Big up, big up, let down. It is Tuesday here on the Amanda Seal Show. It's time for the big up let down. 
Amanda, who you saluting today? Today's big up, big up. goes to the Alabama high school students who walked out over Black History Month erasure. You know, I don't know if y'all really noticed, but everything that we learned about in civil rights class and in history class in the 60s, it's happening again because it's happening again. More than 200 students walked out of class at an Alabama high school after they were told by school leaders to omit certain relevant events from an upcoming student-led Black History Month program. Why? Because apparently there was an administrator who said it made them feel uncomfortable for them to mention actual historical moments, including slavery and the civil rights movement. This was a program that was scheduled for February 22nd. It is Black History Month. So it, of course, it makes sense that you would do a history event about Black history in a legitimate way. The students were told they couldn't talk about slavery and civil rights. And they were like, oh, word? Guess what? Black History Month program board member Janaya Suttles, a senior, said, we walking out. I really feel like this is such a big up because the students, they were the ones that also led us in the 60s. OK, SNCC, the Student Nonviolent uh, Coordinating Committee, that was John Lewis. And that was the students at this university saying, "Nah, we're not going to put up with this. You know, it was students that sat at that Woolworth counter and said, "Nah, we're not going to put up with this. It's always been the students. And so to see this made me say, man, it sucks that this is happening again. But I think it's great that we're seeing the students say, "Nah, we have the power and we're going to take it. So the president of the Tuscaloosa branch of the NAACP said that the alleged direction was a disgrace, but that these kids are doing the right thing. So they get the big up, big up. Now the letdown goes to Mr. Steal Your Girl. Is that what he calls himself? Oh, Mr. Steal Your Girl, Trey Songs. Yeah, yeah. So he's facing a lawsuit over rape allegations. And here's the thing, guys. I know you're like, but it's just an allegation. But it's like, yeah, but mm, you shouldn't be in no situation where there can be an allegation. At this point, this is just doing too much because this is not the first time that this has circulated around him. He's been hit with another lawsuit, another being the operative word, accusing him of rape. An unidentified woman has refiled a case against him, accusing him of molesting her at a 2016 party. Remember, Kiki Palmer had said that he came very forcefully onto her into in a closet at a video shoot. And people tried to say that she was bugging. People tried to say, oh, Kiki, she's just clout chasing. Remember, she said it. Well, Trey has previously been accused by the same woman in a case a year ago. The woman who's a Jane Doe has also named his company, Trey Songs Productions, LLC, and the record label Atlantic Records and Kevin Lyles, the record executive and his company, 300 Entertainment, as defendants in the case. And she is seeking at least twenty five million dollars. Now, remember, this is a civil suit, not a criminal suit. So the new filing states that it is a California civil statute. Its statute of limitations rule does not apply in this case because of factors that determine the amount of monetary damages that can be sought. So we're going to see what happens, but it's the letdown because, dang, this happened again. This is happening again. The same woman is bringing it back. She's not going away quietly. So there's something to me that says there may be some truth to this. I don't know. But nonetheless, it's a letdown because if it's not true, boy, that sucks. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> we got more of the Amanda Seal Show when we come back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Listen, laugh, and learn. This is the Amanda Seal Show. And hey, if you miss any episode of the show, you can find us wherever you get podcasts. They are the full episodes sitting right there. Just type in the Amanda Seal Show. Now, yesterday in the letdown, we talked about Idris Alba. This is what you all had to say at 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. 
about him not wanting to be called a black actor. Yeah, man, I wanted to call about the whole Idris Alba thing, man. I feel Idris, man. Keep, uh, you know, when they when when a white person do something, they don't say, you know, they don't label it the first white person to do this or the first white person to do that or witness to anything like that. And they don't do that for a lot of other people. It's black people that do that, and there seem to be black people that keep being stuck where we at. We got a lot of things to do. If y'all want to claim that, man, he he he's from a whole other country, you know, black. And white is an American thing, mostly. So I get it. Mm. I ain't shaming them for it. <laughs> you can cut this call right now because we have encroached upon ignorance. Black and white is not an American thing, mostly. So let's start there. I think you need to read Ibram X. Kendi's uh, stamp from the beginning, which talks about the actual source point of race. And it was not in America. Where was it? Europe, England. So he's actually from the birthplace of white. Let's start there. Second, I don't know when y'all going to stop basing how we show up as black people on what white people or anybody else is doing. They don't got the same history. They don't got the same experience. They don't got the same culture. I don't know why y'all feel the need to do that. When we look at the indigenous tribes of this country, they are not looking at the Cherokees and then having you, you don't see um, you don't see the Seminoles looking at the Cherokees like, well, look what the Cherokees doing. Well, we got to do that, too, because we the Seminole. No, a tribe has its own rules and values and ways of life. We as black folks in America, we are a tribe of our own. We have our own rules and values and ways of life and sub and, and all of that within us. But stop. Miss me with this whole well, white people aren't doing it. So why would we do it? Uh, yeah, that's irrelevant. It's, it's irrelevant with the N word and it's irrelevant with this. We do it because to be a black person loudly is defiance of whiteness to announce your blackness before you even walk in the room is saying proudly that I, in spite of your attempt to oppress me, will live in this And when you put that in front of your name and in front of your craft and in front of your skill, you are also saying to the ancestors who came before you and made it possible for you to even be in that space. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. And I will carry that forward. So don't ever come at me with well, the white people ain't doing it because the white people ain't had to do nothing that we're doing. So I don't want to hear about what they doing. All right. Well, that's my thoughts on that. One Um, thing about Amanda Seal, she going to stand on her blackness, boy. I'm just, I don't understand. Like, why do they always come with that? At the end of the day, my thing is always, how black am I going to have to get? <laughs> That's it. What we got coming up next, Nails? Listen, and by the way, up. if you have anything you want to, well, actually, before we do that, if you have anything you want to say to that, give me a call. one 855 8 1-855-262-6328. Holla at me. Now, coming up next, Donald Trump, Carrie Lake, and Marjorie Taylor Greene what we call dumbass politicians. All right, They have something to say about Rihanna's performance Sunday night at the big game. And we'll tell you what they're saying next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the
We are up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, joined by... I am Nails. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. What do you call it? Happy Singles Awareness Day. Awareness Day. And tomorrow, happy Side Chick Day. That's tomorrow. Can't forget that. Can't forget that. (laughs) For all of my animal conservationists, today is also happy Bonobo Day. Bonobos are the lesser known, but no less in dopeness of the greater apes. You know, we got orangutans. We got glorilla, not glorillas. We got gorillas. (laughs) We have chimpanzees. And then we have bonobos. And bonobos don't get the same love for a lot of the reason because they're not aggressive. They're actually really peaceful creatures and their societies are run by matriarchs. Yes. So it is mothers and women who run the bonobo societies. They look a lot like chimpanzees, but they are not. And we share 97.6% of our DNA with them. So if you want to learn more about the bonobos, go to Lola Ya Bonobo. That's L-O-L-A-Y-A-B-O-N-O-B-A. If for any reason to see, well, what Amanda is always on about with these animals. If your curiosity is enough of a reason to go check it out, then do so. You might fall in love with a new animal. And you know I love that. Okay, let's get into some news. All right, we're going to make some history in this hour of Black News. Representative Barbara Lee, she is set to launch her Senate campaign during Black History Month. And it's some historic value behind this as well. Mm, Looking forward to hearing about that. What else we got going on? Donald Trump, he sent a clear message to Rihanna. Carrie Lake, she sat down during the Black National Anthem. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, well, she bashed the wokeness at the big game. So we'll talk about that this hour. I mean, that's an idiot, an idiot, an idiot squared. And they keep using this word wokeness where for what it's worth, we all know that that's just another word for the N-word. Okay, so they might as well just start just using it so we can really just have a reason to box them out. Now, coming up next, we're also going to talk about Chick-fil-A testing their first plant-based sandwich. Mmm, interessante. I feel like that goes against the whole chick part of the filet, but it's fine with me because I feel like we all need to actually start moving into a more vegetarian lifestyle anyway. We're also going to feature a Black inventor in our They Did That segment for Black History. So stick around right here to the Amanda Seals Show and stay connected with us on social media at Seal Said It. Give us a call, one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. We're listening. We're laughing. We're learning. It's the Amanda Show. Welcome back. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, joined by... I am Nails, and it's time to get into some black news. Our first story, man, Callie. Shout out to Callie. About to make some history. Representative Barbara Lee, she is serving her 12th term, but she's also getting ready to announce a run for the United States Senate. And this will be the first black woman to enter this cycle's race for the U.S. Senate. And this is just in time for Black History Month. Let's point this out as well. We've had. I can't even believe what you're about to say. I can't even believe what you're about to say. So say it. This is wow. This would make her, if she was to win the Senate position, this would make her only the third African American woman to serve in the United States Senate and the only one to be serving in the United States Senate at this moment if she was to win. This is wild. <sighs> I don't think people really understand that. There are no black women in the actual United States Senate. And before Kamala was the second, she was only the second. And the first was Carol Mosley Braun. They were the Mm -hmm. only other two black women who have ever served in the United States Senate. It's 2023, y'all. 
That is bonkers. And she's 76. She's like, I'm going to at least try before I head on out of here. 76. <laughs> Come on, man. She's going to be going up for the role and hopefully, well, I'm going to vote for, you know, just off the strength. So that's how it's going down, California. And that's also scary, too, like knowing that when we say representation matters, like there are no black women sitting in the Senate right now. Not one sitting at the table. Bingo. Now, what else do we got? This next story is a whole lot of idiots that were sitting at the table. Yeah, well, Sunday we saw some of these politicians act as in typical politician fashion. All right. So one, Donald Trump, he always had this vendetta against Rihanna, called her trashy before the performance and even called her performance at halftime an epic fail and called her no talent Rihanna. Also, Carrie Lake, you know, she ran for governor for Arizona, lost in convincing fashion and keeps wanting to call for a recall. But guess what? She was in attendance for the Super Bowl. And also she sat down during the Negro National Anthem, lift every voice and sang. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, she showed her ass too. She hopped on Twitter after the National Anthem was played and complimented the National Anthem. And then she said everything was good except the wokeness. And, you know, Amanda, you know what her wokeness is covering up for. Oh, yeah. Chris Stapleton just sang the most beautiful National Anthem at the Super Bowl, but we could have gone without the rest of the wokeness. Okay, first of all, we all know that when they say woke, they're really just wanting to say the M word. And then Lauren Bobart also came with her little two cents. America only has one national anthem. Why is the NFL trying to divide us by playing multiple? You know what? And so that Brian replied, you are impressively stupid. Well, for the record, <laughs> the reason why there needed to be a second national anthem, which was the black national anthem, is because we were divided and we have continued to be divided in this nation. So until there is equitability in a real way, there does need to be representation. And to be honest, even if that were to happen, Nails, we should always sing the Negro national anthem because there is a real history here of black people having to forge their own community in this nation and have their own experience. Lift Every Voice and Sing, written by James Weldon Johnson and his brother. It was originally a poem. It was actually performed for the first time at a school presentation in Duval in Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, it became the Negro National Anthem. And it's actually a great book called May We Forever Stand, a history of the Black National Anthem by historian Imani Perry, who, by the way, was on Smart, Funny, and Black when we were at Princeton and was the master black expert. And uh, she really calls this book her love letter. She says she's written all these books, but this one right here is a love letter to Black folks in America. Mm -hmm. But for what it's worth, I always start my Smart, Funny, and Black shows with Negro National Anthem. Actually, you can get your tickets, Smart, Funny, and Black in Los Angeles at the Novo on May 18th. Tickets are on sale at amandaseals.com. And uh, I think it's really incredibly important important that we continue to do this. And I think, Nails, that it was good that they're adding this to the festivities at the Super Bowl. Damn right. I mean, hell, 90% of the NFL, I know I might be exaggerating that number, but 90% of the NFL is black. There you go. And they're playing on a field. field. All right. When we come back, Chick-fil-A. Jumping on the plant-based bandwagon. All right. We're going to talk about it next. I'm curious if y'all are even interested or if you're like, if it ain't a Popeye's chicken sandwich, I don't want it. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Are you a Chick-fil-A person? Am I? Of course I am. I even want to go and eat it on Sunday. That's the day I want it the most. And they ain't even open on Sundays. I'd be pissed off. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Chick-fil-A, you know... I only started eating Chick-fil-A again when my LGBTQIA plus friends were like, listen, we know they're not here for us, but 
it's just too good. And then I felt like, okay, 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 y'all go eat it. Y'all go eat it. eat it. But now they're doing something different. Tell us what they're up to. Yeah, they own a healthy note right now. They're jumping into the plant based uh, on the plant based train. So over in Denver, Charleston and Greensboro area, they're testing out this breaded cauliflower steak sandwich. Right. And it's going to be an effort to add more veggies to their menu because they say that's what their customers have told them. I can almost guarantee you that sandwich might be twenty dollars because it's so healthy. Mm. Now, just so you're clear, when we say the cauliflower steak sandwich, it's like a cauliflower that's been like made to taste like chicken though. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but they say steak because the cauliflower has been like mashed down into what looks like a steak. It's yeah. marinated, it's breaded, it's pressure cooked, and then it's served on a bun with two pickle slices. And anybody who knows me knows I don't want no pickles anywhere near me. So I don't want to try it with the pickle slices, but I'm going to try it nails. I mean, listen, if it's $20, I'm, I may try just once, but I'm really curious. And I think in a country where obesity and hypertension and diabetes is rampant. I tried to get a small drink the other day at the, at the movie theater. And they were like, we only have two sizes, regular and extra large. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I think we need to see definitely more options like this. And to your point, I really hope that they are made affordable. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Now, uh, are you going to try it? I mean, if somebody else buy it, yeah, I'll try it. But I ain't about to spend that much money on no big. <laughs> you don't even know how much it's going to cost. Okay, if it's affordable, will you try it? If it's affordable, absolutely, I'll try it. I'll try it. But I know consistently, I've tried to do the vegan life thing for like a week and a half, and I saw it was just too expensive. I just couldn't do it's it. True. It's true. It's definitely ridiculous that in order to enjoy the best parts of life in this country, you really have to have money. And now they're even trying to do that with the movie theater. Like, you can't even just go to the movie yep. theater with equal status. I just, ah. I don't like it. I don't like it. One thing I did like is the Star Spangled Banner that was sang at the Super Bowl. And I didn't get to talk about it yesterday, but people have been talking about it, so I feel like now I got to talk about it. So we're going to get into it when we get back right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. DJ Nails, did you see the national anthem that was sang at the Super Bowl? Yeah, in your voice, I said, oh, he did that. He did that. Now, you know, don't don't be mad at me, y'all, but I didn't know who Chris Stapleton was. I mean, like, he's a country singer. He's a blues singer. And, yeah. you know, he was up there with his guitar, with his guitar. And I just was, like, blown away. He was running all over that song. And <laughs> in a... But it, you know what? Here's the thing. Sometimes when we hear, like, white artists with soul, it sounds like they're appropriating. It sounds mm-hmm. like they're trying to do a soulful rendition. He just sounded like... He had something in him from another time. And apparently he is actually a co-conspirator. Like he's an ally. That's what I heard. I I, I didn't get to do my own research on that. But is that is that the word on the street? Correct? Yeah, it is correct. He actually said in an interview, um, do you think black lives matter? Absolutely. I don't know how you can how you can uh, think they don't. And he also said, of course, black lives matter. Do we think our little white asses are the only ones that matter? No. That's a quote from him, Chris Stapleton. Not after him. That's what we need, man. So, so we're gonna be, we gonna say yes. It's him having those types of thoughts that allowed him to be able to run those type of songs, okay? Because mm-hmm. he was hitting. There was a certain running. They was screwing my face up. That's when you know it was good. Now, some <laughs> people have said that it was so good that it ranks Ooh. up there with the greatest Star Spangled Banner of all time, which was. 
Unquestionably Whitney Houston. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, Amanda. Okay. Close second. About. Close second, Marvin Gaye. Okay. Have you ever okay. heard Marvin Gaye's? Okay. You ever yeah. heard Marvin yeah, Gaye's? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. And you know who actually made their way onto the list? Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine Sullivan sang a hell of a rendition. Y'all may need to go back and check on that. Okay. You know, another now, one? some of the worst Star Spangled Banners of all time. The worst Star Spangled Banner I've ever heard in my entire life is Carl Lewis. Yo, I was about to say that's the. <laughs> whoa. Y'all ain't never heard that. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he started. Jose. Hey. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> when he dared, I, would l- I never got like a. Story, but if y'all have not heard Carl Lewis sing the Star Spangled Banner, go on YouTube and do yourself a favor. And then after that, go and watch everybody's faces when Fergie sang the National Anthem. Because, <laughs> baby, that's comedy. Comedy for the ages. Now, recently, one of our legends sang the National Anthem, and it was a bit rough. It was a bit rough, but I'm not going to say a name, and it wasn't as, it wasn't as bad as those two, so it's oh, not even <laughs> it was It was definitely a journey that we had to go on together. But you know what? The National Anthem is a tough song. It's a rough ride. It's low, it's high. It's all those things. And shout out to Shirley Ralph, who sang Lift Every Voice and Sing at the Super Bowl as well. Now, we are going to continue right here on this show. We got They Did That. It's our Black History segment where we spotlight a Black inventor. So we're going to get into that when we get back right here to the Amanda Seal Show. By the way, did you know a Black man invented a microphone? That's right. So Chris Stapleton was singing into a microphone. Black History Month every day of the year, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals here, joined by. I'm Nails. Happy Valentine's Day to the lovers out there listening. This is for the lover in you. Hey. Yeah, shout out to all of y'all out there. Remember, use a condom. You know, remember that. Uh, if you're not really trying to have a child, please strap it up tonight. And uh, don't put yourself in a situation because I know a lot of the states that we are actually broadcasting in are having very serious anti-abortion laws put in place. So don't play yourself. All right. Make it a good night, but a safe night. All right. Now, speaking of trying to increase the, which I think this is a really dumb method of doing so. What is Chuck Schumer talking about in Black News? Well, he's working across the aisle. Sounds like multiple senators. They're trying to get TikTok banned in the United States. What are we talking about? Nonsense. It just sounds like people trying to do something to make it seem like they're doing something and actually doing nothing. But we're going to talk about China and how that all relates when we get back. What else we got going on? Rihanna, we got the social media reaction to her performance for halftime on Sunday. Finally, Rihanna. (laughs) It's what Amanda has seen and she wants to air it out on the show. No, that's not airing. I'm not airing anything out. I just thought this was hilarious because when we watched the performance, I think I'm watching just her dress in red and people in white. And of course, the internet was like, no, no, no. It's deeper. It's yeah. deeper. So we go play that for you when we get back. We also have the... Nigga, nigga. Let down. 
So stick around to find out who's going to get the props and who's going to get the blows. And I can tell you now the blows are going to go to somebody who goes, huh? All right. So who is that? Well, you got to stick around to find out. Yes. That's the sound he makes when he's saying. That's the sound he makes when he's saying. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Give us a call, y'all. one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seals show. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. And uh, Nails, what do we got for Blacker News? What's up? Let's jump right into it. There's some senators in the U.S. They're reintroducing some legislation that could ban TikTok in the U.S. And it's Marco Rubio and Angus King. They're behind the legislation to uh, get the app locked out here in the United States. Uh, unless its current owner, ByteDance, one of the most valuable companies in China, say that they're not going to work with the government, all right? Or they sell it. The concern is that China's government could force TikTok to hand over information of its users. And a lot of their users are right here in the United States. Amanda's face is looking like, this is just wasting time. It is just wasting time because America already does that. Like, why? The, uh, the hypocrisy is what always blows my mind. Like, they're talking about like, oh, China's going to get the user information of Americans. Well, y'all been selling our information overseas for how long? Like, what are we talking about? And I don't know this Angus King man, but Marco Rubio from Florida is an actual idiot. So I'm not sure why Chuck Schumer is even involved in this. I think that, you know, when you got this spy balloon over, you know, the the coast and it's a China spy balloon, they're thinking like, oh, China spying on us. It, You know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like they're trying to ramp up conflict for another war. And I'm going to tell you now, I don't know if we can beat the China in the war. I don't know. I don't uh, know if we can beat China in the war, man. I don't know. It, it would be a real, real, real fight. Because don't get it twisted. There's a whole situation going on in Taiwan right now. Like, y'all, I know that on this radio show, we talk about, of course, like pop culture and sports and whatnot. But if you go delve deeper into the politics side of things, like these things are always connected. And there is an issue that America has with the expansion that China has over the world. And I get it. It's not that I don't get it. But when they try and bring TikTok into it, I feel like y'all just trying to make it look doing something so you can distract us from the things you're actually doing that's what it feels like to me now coming up next uh you may have been distracted in rihanna's performance by the hits that were coming back to back to back but some folks were not distracted from what the symbolism could mean of her costumes and her dancers and i think it's a hilarious version of what the reasoning is give it log right here to find out it's the amanda Steele show the amanda Steele show we we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. So, uh, I've made it abundantly clear that I don't give any damn about the actual game that took place at the Super Bowl, but there was a lot of other stuff that was going on there. And, you know, Rihanna was the halftime performer. And I, um, I was watching and I was like, oh, I mean, she's on platform. She's in red. Like these people are all in white, like her dancers. She's in sneakers. That's when I knew she was pregnant, by the way, because she was in sneakers. And I was mm. like, she's not moving around a lot and she has sneakers. And like, there's definitely something happening here physically that we can see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's pregnancy here. Well, in that, some Instagrammers have created a theory behind what the deeper meaning of her performance is. And I wanted y'all to hear it. I feel like I am not going to 
Anybody with a drop of THC in their system last night knows that she was this, they were this. And that the art direction takes you through love, lust, the chaotic, beautiful creation of life in three chapters. Chapter one, she is floating in the center, surrounded by them. Chapter two, they make contact. In chapter three, they are gone. She is now back to floating in the center alone. She even rubs her belly for emphasis. It is in the art direction. The musical direction, which the failing New York Times says it was none of, tells us a beautiful love story. You start off independent and fierce with bitch better have my money. You get a little bit swept up with where have you been and only girl in the world. You fall in love with we found love. But love isn't easy and you break up with rude boy. You focus on yourself with work, but you get tempted to go back with wild thoughts. You don't give an F what anybody else says. Pour it up. And all the lights comes and it is that shift. If you want it, you can get it for the rest of your life. It is the moment. Us against the world, run this town through thick and thin umbrella forever. Diamonds. Tough, perfect, rare, beautiful diamonds. And she rubs her belly again during diamonds to bring all this home. I don't know about all that now, nah, man. <laughs> it's deep it's so deep i mean i ain't gonna lie once I, when someone actually pointed out to me i was like oh it does look sperm going towards an egg <laughs> oh <laughs> God, <laughs> now one thing that i also heard with it was a rumor is that her big like red coat moment at the end with her red gloves on was actually her paying homage to the late great fashion icon, Andre Leon Talley. And if oh. you see the photo that he did in one of his photo shoots with this big red coat and the gloves, you're like, oh yeah, that definitely was together. And to my knowledge, he was actually a part of like her creative team at one point for something or other. I can't remember what it was. So I apologize for that. But uh, his actual um, items from his collection uh, is on display and going to be auctioned off at Christie's right now. So, you know, there's a whole lot of things going on there, but I just, I just wanted to share that with y'all because I thought it was hilarious. And I know y'all be on this internet really like, no, but there's a whole deeper situation. And I had to give y'all some light for that. And me over here learning what like the different trimesters were and everything. And now I'm about to start Googling like what Rihanna's going through with this pregnancy. And then I'm going to match it up with the performance. Damn, man. (laughs) There you go. Listen, See? laugh, and learn. Thank you. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all. <laughs> Time to head on out of here. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seal signing off. We talked a lot, a lot of topics, and uh, you know, we're keeping this Black History Month thing going. So make sure you give us a call and let us know why you are so proud to be black. You know, we've been talking about. Idris Elba saying he doesn't want to be considered a black actor. Well, for all of us out here who do want to be considered black actors, black creatives, black artists, black nurses, black doctors, black dentists, black teachers, I want to hear from you. Okay, give me a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. 1-855-262-6328. What do we got coming up on Wednesday's show? Well, we're going to have all your Black Red News, plus the Big Up Letdown, plus a minister accuses Beyonce of being a witch and rebukes Christians for planning (laughs) to go to her Renaissance Stadium World Tour. We'll jump into that. (laughs) If you missed any part of the show as well, you can check out the latest episodes of the Amanda Seal Show podcast wherever you get your podcast all right just type it in the amanda seal show is sitting up there like a big old box of those chalky hearts from valentine's day i would be so mad if i went to church to get the testimony to get you know some guidance and they was talking about beyonce concert i would be so mad i wouldn't come back i would not come back but i want y'all to come back because we're gonna be talking about that tomorrow keep it like right here the amanda seal show remember We are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.